Welcome to the Go With Your Gut podcast, a podcast to help you manage your mindset. Because if you don't manage your mind, it'll control you. With speaker, writer, and creator, Lauren Dreyer. Started digging internally, looking inside who I was, doing that. Welcome to the Go With Your Gut podcast, a podcast to help you manage your mindset. Because if you don't manage your mind, it'll control you. With speaker, writer, and creator, Lauren Dreyer. Welcome, everybody, to the Go With Your Gut podcast. I am your host, Lauren Dreyer, and today we have special guest, Dr. Pat. And I will go ahead and, Dr. Pat, I'll have you introduce yourself. Welcome. Hello. It's so great to be here, and I'm really glad to share this time and space with you. I know that when paths cross, there's something that's meant to be. I always try to do that. If I meet somebody who somebody catches my eye, I always make a habit of trying to have just a short conversation with them. So we're going to have a great time today. And um, my back, a little bit about my background is um, I've always been a healer. Um, when I was a kid, I used to play doctor um, and I was never the nurse. I was never the patient and I didn't die and never get any of my patients. And today what I, you know, what, um, and I've been blessed with is I've been blessed with the gift of being able to read in between the lines many times, you know, and then bring forth or bring up what's really going on for somebody so that they can get a, a better sense of where to start their health journey or where where to make that pivot at. Because uh, I love to solve uh, challenges and come up with solutions that are safer, quicker and simpler. Yeah, so you can keep moving forward. I mean, that's what we need to do because things happen in life and we need, need to be able to be aware of them Absolutely. Know, and be able to start them out quickly. So Absolutely. I'm really glad to be here. I've been doing this for over 38 years and um, probably more than that. I won't tell you how old I really am. Um, but, uh, but I, you know, I love, you know, I love helping people and I love to, I love to see them thrive. And this is a really great way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So. Today, we're going to go in a little bit of a different direction, which I'm actually really excited about because um, everybody knows this is this podcast is all about mindset and, um, well, honestly, we talk about just about everything to do with it. You are in functional medicine and life strategies. And so, so something I've always noticed, and I'm curious as to... Um, your experience with this is when I have um, something going on in my life, whether it's just me stressed out about it, or um, maybe I'm having a hard time figuring a life circumstance out. And there's always, there's always those physical things that tend to manifest in your body. And, you know, I, I find that I have lots of maybe stomach issues or uh, shortness of breath, all of that kind of stuff. When, when I'm just kind of all in my head or anything like that. And I think it's crazy how, for me, it's all been very interconnected. Can you, um, can you talk on that a little bit? I sure can. And in, in, in a different ways too, yeah. because in Chinese medicine, you know, they would see, say that you're overthinking. Sure. 
And so if you're overthinking, then you're stressing your spleen. Okay. And if you're stressing your spleen, the purpose of your spleen is like when you eat and food goes into your gut. Yeah. Then what happens is it the essence of that food and the good nutritious part of it goes to your spleen and it gets sent up to your lungs so it can oxidize and it can make blood. Okay. And the spleen's integral in your ability to digest your food. So if you're overthinking, it makes the spleen run slow. Oh. And a lot of times if someone sticks their tongue out, you know, just without protruding it like hard, but sure. if they just stick their tongue out, you'll see scalloping effect on the side of the tongue, you know, and huh. the tongue being a little bit puffy. That's the Chinese diagnosis for that. That's one of the things that they use for that piece of the puzzle. Okay. The other thing is, is that when you overthink, because it's an emotional experience, that gut brain connection is huge. So your brain's over time. And it's just like, and it's sending messages to your gut. And your gut is got where you have most of your immune system anyway. Yeah. And um, so, and we, we all know that when we've been nervous, you know, yeah. or we've anxious, or we've been, had some depression going on, yeah. we don't digest our food well. No. You know, so a way to address that. So that one of the reasons why that happens with you is because then it becomes sluggish. So it pairs in and parallels to what the Chinese say. And have been wow. saying since the sixth century BC, and so um, it's been a really um, it, I, I see the tie-in for that quite a lot. One of the things that you can do to resolve that, you know, and just you really just have to get in command of your three brains. The first brain is the lizard brain. The second brain is the mammalian brain, and the third brain is your conscious brain. Yep. We're right now talking on our conscious brain. Before this podcast, before our recording happened, my lizard brain's going, are you sure you're prepared? Maybe, you sh maybe you're not. And maybe you shouldn't yeah. do it, you know, and maybe no one's going to listen to you, you know, but I usually at this point in time in my life, you know, just take the lizard brain and put him to sleep for a nap yep. <laughs> when I'm going to go on air. He doesn't have any business anywhere in my, in my ecosystem. And and I use my experience, my good experiences that I've been on in podcasts with people to focus on that positivity of that. And that carries me through and I feel relaxed. And then I'm given the words that I need the moment that I need them. Yeah. So when we start thinking about that and then your and our conscious brain also is the one that you do affirmations with. So like, I am healthy, I am vital, I am active, I'm a successful human being. And the mammalian brain is the one that stores all your emotions, whether they're good okay. or bad. So the idea is to take when you're like that is to say, use those affirmations to redirect that energy that your mammalian brain is saying, because it talks to both your conscious brain mm -hmm. and your in your lizard brain, which is your primitive brain. And yep. you want it to talk more to your conscious brain and your conscious brain to be giving that because when you can you know, manage and you can be in charge of how the words are coming out of your mouth. You can manage and you can take the lizard brain, like I just explained, and put him in the right place. Yeah. Now, he's important to come up like if someone's pulling out in front of your car. Sure. Right. And he's important if you're, you know, um, it's like the saber tooth tiger, you know, and, you know, for the other things for feeding, like to know when you're hungry, but he doesn't have any business directing your personal life and your fortitude and how you foster that in your life. Absolutely. So I thought that might be an interesting take on, you know, what you're 
question was and like, yeah and, and what to do with it too well and I find I love that you took it there because I find a lot that it kind of like you were just talking of you know before you hop on and record a podcast thinking you know will people listen will this be good am I going to say the right thing and it's very much of like for me that anxiety of like I'm not going to say the right thing I'm going to be in my head and I have a lot of anxiety I tend to do that for a lot of things and I think it's super interesting how well, first, it takes a lot of work and practice to be able to take that lizard brain and put it on that shelf because it's a lot of sweating. Yeah. <laughs> In front because of a lot of people. <laughs> it that tends to, you know, take over a little bit, right? And then we start second guessing everything instead of just recognizing that that's what it is. And I I think I've talked to a lot of people anyway, including myself, that it happens in, you know, all sorts of situations. And some of the times when it has gotten the better of me, it makes it so that I'm so in my head that then I, you know, jump on a recording or I'm talking to somebody or uh, maybe I'm on the phone, whatever the case may be. And I'm so in my head and I'm so um, worked up and anxious that I can't even think of what I want to say, even though I know exactly what I'm talking about. And I tend to, it it totally throws me off. And then that goes into a whole nother thing. <laughs> well, you know, the thing to do is the practice is saying your affirmations in the morning, right? Yeah. And saying before you go to bed, because that way the lizard brain doesn't, he's still kind of going like, I think I need coffee, <laughs> you know, or when you're going to sleep, it's like, oh, I'm so tired. I can't listen to you right now. Yeah. And so if you, when you have those conversations and you say those things like, I am healthy, I'm successful. Yeah. You know, I used to say when I was in acupuncture school, I went to acupuncture school, not when I was young, I went to acupuncture school when I was 52 years old. Nice. And so when I went there, when I took, went to go take tests, I, I didn't realize I was really talking to myself, you know, so strongly. But yeah. I would say to myself in the way driving is like, you know, I have the right to pass this test with flying colors. Yeah. I would say it out loud in my car. I had like, I was 10 minutes away from school. You know, I will pass this test with flying colors. There is no question that they can ask me that I will not know the answer to. I do the same thing when I go give talk on the stage. Because I'm going out there and you don't know if you, people are going to love you or yeah. gonna hate you yeah. or, you know, it's just like in the naysayers, you know, you just want those people just like, you should have stayed home in the first place. You know, yep. you're probably not going to have a good experience no matter what you do and no matter yeah. where you're at or who you're listening to. Yeah. So I like the, the, the part, you know, it's just like, I, I like to like um, assess where my audience is. So I stay in control of me, you know, and, and I have that base. That's why yeah. that saying like, I'm going to do great today. There's nothing that can happen today that will disturb my peace of mind. Yeah. My peace of mind means more to me than anything. It meant so much to me at one point in time, I sold my business. Oh. And, um, you know, and so that, that was a huge thing. It wasn't probably the right thing to do, you know, um, and I should have probably not done that, 
But at that moment, it was the right thing to do. But long term, it probably wasn't the right thing to do. I mean, it, it, there's a, a couple of glitches that happened that, you know, th- that during that time span, this is years ago. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, when we get caught in that piece is to recognize it and actually use verbiage in your head that no matter who you're at, no one's going to know it. If yeah. you just freeze the thought and you push it away. Yeah. I mean, I always push things to the left side of me. Okay. You know, and that's because my I have a lazy eye on that side, I think. So I just push and I can't see it. Okay. <laughs> you know, and I, I focus on, you know, going forward. I keep on saying, keep going forward, keep going forward. What can I do right now that benefits me going forward? Is staying in my muck worth in it for anybody? Absolutely not. Yeah. And so, so it's like when it happens, just kind of go, you just go like cancel, stop. I used to actually say stop when I was a kid, I would see something in my head when I was walking like on a cliff and, and I went, Oh my God, I could fall down this cliff. Yeah. And I, in my head, I could see myself falling down on the cliff, yep. you know, off. And I'm just went like, I don't want to do that. You know? And I yeah. just went, stop, that's not happening. You know, but I, and I said it to myself so many times, I kind of, had an angel or a guardian or some spirit guide that, you know, that just came out of my mouth. I had no idea what I was saying or why I was saying that at the time, but that practice helped me further in other areas of my life. You know, like when I've been lost in my Jeep and my telephone dies, (laughs) I'm thinking this is not the neighborhood for me to be in right now. So I was like, Hey, you know, instead of panicking, which doesn't serve anybody or your highest good, it's just like, being more focused and being and getting concentric, you know, is, you know, served uh, me at least a lot more. And when I coach my clients, I talk about that a lot because yeah. a lot of times we go back always in those patterns and some of those bad patterns that we learned growing up mm-hmm. and because our role models only were doing what they thought that they were supposed to be doing Yep. at the time. They didn't know better. Sometimes they had issues themselves that they were still working out that they didn't work out by the time they came became an adult. So a lot of people get to witness that type of thing. You go like, well, why is it that every time I start to get successful, I hit the ceiling? Yeah. I hit a wall. Or something happens and I don't get the new job or I don't get the promotion. You know, and and so yep. and looking at that, you when you understand that, you can go like, oh my God, well maybe I need some help. Maybe somebody else has a better viewpoint you know, a bird's eye view and can help me get past that stuff a lot faster, you know, without tripping over myself again and again and again, because doing that is insane. And, yep. you know, according to, you know, Albert Einstein um, and, and, and getting that situated so you can go like, okay, so what is my next best step? You know, and if yep. you don't know what it is, ask, there's no, nothing wrong with asking and there's no really dumb question. Anybody tells you it's a dumb question, boot them. <laughs> freeze them <laughs> get them out of your life um, yeah because it is it's just it doesn't serve anybody and I I might I keep on saying that and going back to that I had a client in um that was at the University of Glasgow and he was told he was dumb <laughs> by his, his, one of his you know the people who did uh, tested him okay. for his ability to study in English and uh, when I read his report they sent it to me and I said, you're not dumb. Do you know how many people that are executives and entrepreneurs and doctors, when they've studied the being in school, they read paragraphs more than one time? Oh, yeah. 
you know, oh yeah, you know, and even on simple stuff, you're thinking she'll get distracted. You're thinking, okay, what did that guy just say? You know, okay. and and that's why I always underline <laughs> a book when I first, if I really like it. That's why I need to know whether or not it's a book I listen to or a book I pay attention to. Yeah. Um, and I underline things because then you're paying, I said, Jim, you're not dumb. Who t I was so irritated and um, for him. Um, and I said, let's get on track. Let's ignore people like that and just go do your life. How about that? You yeah. Know? And he did. Not only did he, you know, but that's what we worked on for business with him. You know, it's just like he also lost 10 pounds, you know, and that wasn't the goal. You yeah. Know? And it wasn't anything else that we did except change that mindset. Yeah. Right. So I'm kind of curious because that what you were just talking about is huge. And the fact that we listen to a lot of different people for a lot of different things, whether or not we should. And it seems like we tend to, um, we take into account their um, opinions, advice, instruction, whatever it is, a lot of times much more than we should, much more than just, you know, it should be a, okay, thank you for your input. Let's decide how much input this should actually be in here. But we tend to do that and then hold on to it. So if I can point something out, you were just yeah. overthinking. Yeah. <laughs> because when you have that feeling, yeah, you know, it's just like what your what your response should be. Yeah. You know, and your protective phrase should be to protect your spirit and your body and your mind and your soul, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, mm -hmm. is you should just say thanks for sharing it with me. Yeah. You know, and so when you say that and while you're saying that, you're pushing that energy right back at them. Absolutely. You know, and that's all you say. Don't say another word. Just move on. Yep. It doesn't. And, and so, but when you said that, I'm going, oh, I, you know, because I know you're trying to drive a point, but I was just like going to, you know, when we think that out, sometimes we think like, well, should I pay attention to that? And what was that about? And when you don't know the answers, unless you still have, you continue to have a conversation. Yeah. And some people don't want you to be successful. Just in your personal life, forget about business you know, in your personal life. And those people usually are family members, you know, or the, they're the media. I mean, where they, it's just like, because we get influx, we have so much information coming yeah, at do. us all the time, you know, and you're saying, well, like, and if you, and if you really want to think better, you've got to eat better. You yeah. have to clean your diet. You have to have a pristine, nice, clean diet in order to think better, feel better and move better because you can't make good decisions and you can't have create harmony in your life or balance, you know, I would rather have more harmony and less balance because I don't care about the balance part. I care about, you know, I, I care about the harmony part. I yeah. want to be happy, you know, and I want to be healthy and I want to feel terrific. And I can't do that if I let things, what I call dangling participles, drag you down. Yeah. And the people who know how to press those buttons the most is your family, especially loved one. And you just got to learn how to say, in a very nice way. Oh, thanks for sharing it with me. I'll give it yeah. consideration. And then you go and you walk away and sell yourself like, I don't think so. Freeze. <laughs> just like, and, you know, and then so I'll get back to you on that. You know, if you ever yeah. want to diffuse an argument with somebody, just agree with them. It's like, you know what? You might be right. Let me give that thought and I'll get back to you. It's such an, it's, it's a lot easier than we make it out to be. 
you know, and we all have days we falter because sometimes I get caught up in that, you know, oh, yeah. myself as there's no way that it, anybody's perfect. If you're walking, talking, you have a human body and you have microorganisms and cells all around, you yep. got, you know, you've got those other things to deal with too. Yeah. But, and, but one of the things that you can do every day though, is you can eat well and you can choose, you can make better choices in lifestyle. Yeah. And, um, and, and also in other aspects of your health. And sometimes yeah. we just need to sort those out. When you get them sorted out, you go like, oh, I never thought of that before. Yeah. You know, it's like, I want to drive to Washington, D.C. Right now, I am in Charlottesville, Virginia. There's like three different ways to go to Washington, D.C. from here. You know, it's just like, I want to go, which is the most efficient way at the time that I want to go. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, and where, and where is it? You know, like when I go in D.C., do I want to go through D.C. or I want to go around D.C.? Um, yeah. And you know, there's, there's a lot of ways to get to where we want to go. We just don't always explore them because we think they're a hassle or we've been told that they're a hassle, you know, and I think that's yeah. important too. And, you know, the funny part about that is like, as you're describing that, I'm thinking of, you know, it's summertime here in the U S and I'm like, Hey, there's a lot of construction. So I'm thinking we, we get really annoyed. I do when there's, a lot of road construction because it makes that journey that you might take on a daily basis or maybe just quite a bit it makes it a hassle to where then you might say you know i'm going to i'm going to try a different direction or i'm going to try a different route to go the exact same place because we just get on that autopilot right and say why would i do it any other way when in all reality may this other way it might not feel as fast it might obviously look different have different things around it but it's going to get you there and maybe it'll be a really good nice change of pace but the same thing as you're talking about with just kind of everyday life is there's more than one way to do all of those things we just tend to get on autopilot and then we're like hmm maybe Maybe this is, doesn't need to work anymore. Maybe you change it up and find a better way. Find just just a different way, in fact. We just had a little bit of a freeze yep. there. Brain, we just had yep. a computer brain freeze. Um, so I think that when we have those situations come up, you know, it's just like when when you become a more conscious human being yeah because we're not we're at all different levels there's not yep. one that's better than the other it'd be helpful if a lot more people's consciousness was in and within themselves like yeah 10 years ago people were just starting to talk about you know organic foods and people going ah organic food whatever whatever they said and um there's no difference between them of course those, a lot of people didn't read research but there's you know, and but there's reason for people like saying that because they can't get out of their own way. Yeah. You know? And when we live in our box, when we when crap hits the fan or when something comes up, we will always go back to the lizard brain. And that box represents our lizard brain and everything that we know. Yeah. We'll check there first. And then where we got to check is we're going like, well, maybe there's something, another solution, because I'm not any better. I still feel like crap. And three months later. I don't want yep. to wait for a year to feel like crap because maybe what if it's something bigger? Yeah. Um, 
you know, or it's just like, and this is the diagnosis I've been given. I always tell people, give me your diagnosis and I'll tell you a better way to, to go about it. To other things that you can do to support your life to be even better so that you have better outcomes consistently. Yep. And, but that piece of the puzzle is like, you've got to stop. You've got to be willing to go outside your box. And because those solutions that you're looking for might be someplace else and you're wasting years. And that yep. mindset shift that you have is like going like, yes, but my mother did that. I mean, yep. everyone, I don't have to say that. I take that back. Not everybody has heard the story of the ham and the little girl and the mother cooking the ham at Easter dinner. Yeah. Or the uh, and you might have, but a lot of people have not. When I mention that, yeah. people go, "Where's that story?" From? <laughs> um, and so this little girl's asking her mother, "Why are you cutting off the end of the ham?" Yep. And so in that story about being at the end of the ham, she's going, "Oh, your grandma. This is how your grandma did it. This is how my mom used to cook this all the time. And we, this is our family recipe." And so she just said, "But why do you cut the end of the ham off?" <laughs> she just didn't it didn't compute for. Her. And she goes, when your grandmother gets here, you can ask her. So later in the day, when the grandmother came there, she's going, oh, I'm so glad you're here. Why do you cut the end of the ham off when you're cooking it? And um, her grandmother said, well, because it didn't fit in the pan. And so we do things and we don't even know why we're doing them. Yep. And so some of those things like that, you have to think like, well, is there a better way? She, could, she couldn't afford at that time a bigger pan because the pan wouldn't have fit in her oven. They yep. made ovens very small then in that. But I just thought it was a really interesting story, yes. you, know, you know, for that. And a lot of times, you know, if anybody's ever interested, and this is a really great uh, video on YouTube, is just look up, you know, um, Escalator Stuck. And it's a black man and this young white girl, and the escalator's going up and it stops. And when it stops, you know, they're going like, oh, no. What are we going to do? And the girl's going, oh, I'm late. I've got a job interview. Did you have a telephone? He's going, mm, no. And they don't move. They're just standing there and they're yelling for help. You know, eventually this guy comes who said, I'm here to help you. They're going, oh, good. He's going to fix it. He's going to fix it. You know, and they're still standing there in the same spot, you know, you know, as time passes on. Yeah. The guy gets on the elevator or escalator and he goes and he starts to move it and clicks the button and it goes about five feet and that stops. And he goes, oh, I don't know what to tell you to do. The simple solution was right in front of them, but they didn't see it because they're so stuck with how they've always done things. Yeah. Because they could have just continued walking. I say right. use it as stairs instead of just standing there. Yeah. yeah. Just like on the escalator, just keep on moving. It's a great little, like, it's, yeah. it's like the acoustics are really great for it when it slams shut and stops. But, yeah. you know, I highly recommend your um, audience to just go take a look at it. Like, it, yeah. and so like, and what can we do to help you have that breakthrough that you need? Yeah. So that you're not, you know, so you're more self-reliant and you, you have better solutions coming to you that are quicker and a lot safer. Wouldn't that be a lot more cool? <laughs> just yeah. Like, be able to like wrap it up and keep on moving and be happy about it. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, kind of like both of those things, we just kind of get stuck in that spot and we can't imagine how else to do it because why would we? And so we just, we really do. We tend to just sit there frustrated and, and, you know, I've found that a lot of people do that in a lot of different points of their life. You transition life. And it's like, oh, what the heck do I do? Things are changing. Times are changing. I don't want to change. 
when in all reality, you need a change. It's time for change. Freshen things up a little bit. Well, the universe would like, kick you in the butt, whether you wanted to or not. And yeah. then it kicks you in the butt for the final kick, you know, and you have a crisis. Then you're thinking like, oh, I wish I would have done something. Yeah. You know? And it's like when you had the opportunity to do something, you didn't jump into it because you didn't see the value or the reward that was ahead of you. Yeah. And so a lot of people, when they have, when you can show that value and, and that reward, then they can move freely. Yeah. Who wants to be like have shackles on their ankles in their yeah. whole life? Miserable. Yeah. And but a lot of people don't realize it. I mean, look at the elephants that how they train them in India. Yeah. In zoos, they put a shackle on their leg and then with a short uh, pace so that they can just go around the stake. Eventually, yep. they're able to take it off and the, and the elephant's not going to go anyplace because he still thinks the shackle's on. You know, so. Yeah. If you if I have my arm on somebody for any length of time, eventually they're not going to feel it. I mean, it's just like if we have partners that we sleep with, you know, it's just like you can touch them in the middle of the night there and he's going to ignore you. <laughs> it's just like yeah. because they're so used to it, you know, it's it's common, it's normal, um, yeah. and and so we just have to make sure that we always refresh our immediate environment and say always ask, is there a better way to do this? maybe let me go research it out and always make sure that you research two or three ways in order to create a solution. And Absolutely. Say, you know, when I had my office and I was actively in practice as a doctor, um, I would tell people, you know, my staff, if you got a problem, here's the, here's the thing, write the problem down. Here's the possible solutions. And then yep. give me an opportunity to say yes. Yep. Right. And, and I Absolutely. said, and that, and that's how I, you know, did problem solving in my office. And, you know, cause they would come and say like, Oh, something's like, to me was silly. Like um, we have two subscriptions to people's magazine. What should we do? And I, I'm thinking that we should cancel it, <laughs> you know, cancel one of them. Yeah. Um, why? Yes. Let's move on. Let's move forward because that's rubbish stuff that you don't need to have in your life. It collects dust. It collects yep. garbage, it, garbage energy. And you need to have, fresh energy that you're breathing fresh air into your life all the time. Absolutely. And that's important. Absolutely. Well, we are coming to the end of our time. So what, what couple of tips would you give people for getting out of their head when they're in it? Because I find that that tends to be kind of the kicker a lot of times of whether it's whatever kind of energy it is. It, we tend to just be in our head about it. And when you can get out of your head about it, um, things change. Physical, physical things change. Oh, absolutely. Things around you change. So what, what kind of tips can you give us in order to do that? Say affirmations. You okay. Know, from the moment that you get up in the morning to the moment you go to sleep and put your head on your pillow, everything is up to you, your emotions, how you think, how you feel, what you do how you choose to respond because everything's a choice to how to respond. Yeah. So if you get up and start your day with saying daily affirmations, like, you know, I can or whatever it is. I mean, like yeah. if you give me a topic, I can help you out with it. Um, and I do that with my clients because we pick very specific things and we keep on building on them. Absolutely. Um, you know, so I would say like the affirmation part is really important and get toxic people out of your life. That would be number two. You know, and learn how to say, thanks for sharing that with me. With Watch my hands. 
Thanks for sharing that with me. I'll get back to you on that and just think like never. Um, yeah. And, you know, and so that those people, because you can't always control who you're around when you're with your family, yep. but yep. you can control how you respond to it. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, and before you go in, you can have that self-talk going on, going like, you know, there's nothing these people can say to disturb my peace of mind. Yeah. You know, you don't offer, you don't offer up a single cell of your body for that experiment ever. Absolutely. You know, and if you get caught in it, you just kind of go like, turn, you know what? Next time I'm going to do better. When's the next yep. time? Now. And, you know, you can always go out and take 10 minutes outside and close your eyes and just say, I'm going to relax, Yeah, you know, and something really cool to do as a technique is to, when you sit there, if you're sitting down someplace or like, even if you're in your car, uh, not driving, of course, um, you know, and just like you close your eyes and you tell yourself to relax your eyelids. When you relax your eyelids, you can feel that, you know, that decompression. Yeah. It's a really, really cool technique. It takes practice. Everything takes practice. Everything takes right. work. You know, if it would be easy, you know, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and 100%. so, but having that piece of that puzzle, that's something else to do is just like go and like, I, I call it hug a tree. You know, you're in a bad attitude. Go take a shower. That's yep. number four. And number five, drink enough water. Yeah. Stay hydrated. Your brain needs hydration, you know, and give yourself permission for things like give yourself permission. Okay. That person irritated me. I give myself three minutes, which is way too long, by the way, um, you know, to be upset about that. And then I need to move on, you know, and it's like just like this, these are the things that I have to do. Number six would be make a list. How many things do I need to do today? Three things for my business to keep me on target and keep me moving forward. Three things for my family and three things for myself. Nine before nine. Okay. You know, and when you do that, that's really a cool way to like, you know, like fun, focus in because we'll keep your focus there. And yeah. when someone tries to derail you, like don't read emails until the end of the day, you know, and my, my method is I just click all of them <laughs> and I go down and my, I, I don't have a, I just have a brand new computer. I don't have a touch screen anymore. So I keep on trying to hit the screen. Um, um, and, but I go down, down and I uncheck, I check all of them off. And then I uncheck the ones that are important to me. And then I hit delete. Okay. You know? and, and if the first three words in the subject matter don't interest me, it goes bye-bye. You know, have I deleted things that I probably shouldn't have? Sure. But then if the person goes, how come you haven't responded to me? I just ask them to resend it to me again. Yeah. You know, but my sanity is more important than anything. Yeah. You know, and so, and my client sanity, I take very personal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, and I love helping people do well. I love, you know, people ask me why I do what I do. I've been doing and being a physician and a coach for over three and a half decades. Yeah. You know, and I love what I'm doing. I love to see people thrive. I love to see people do good. And I love yeah. to see people win. Absolutely. You know, and have that success for them, whatever that win is for them. Yeah. You know, and I think you have to start celebrating you know, if we're up to number seven or eight or whatever we're at on that list and that you have to celebrate your wins. Absolutely. You know, even, even the littlest ones, you know, and, you know, it's just it's like I finished uh, a job in someone's office the other day and I wanted to get the heck out of there, but I made myself to feed myself first and I went and had whatever it is I wanted on the menu. And I listed for my highest good. There you go. Um, and you know, it was like, and then I got done. So I, I moved on to the rest. Right. Yep. So I think that 
you know, this has been such a great experience. I'm really glad I got to share so many things. Yeah. Came off the top of my head. I have a plethora of stuff inside there. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being here with us, Dr. Pat. And as always, everybody, listen to that gut, whatever it is telling you to do, and then keep going.